You're listening to DA Rockstar's podcast, a podcast for dental assistants. I'm your host, Rhonda Holman. I've been a dental assistant for 20 years and I've learned a thing or two along the way. And here's what I've learned. We have to band together to share our pearls so that we can all grow and achieve rockstar status. Today's episode is powered by Zen Supplies. It's the next generation of ordering products on an online platform. It's never having to run out of products. It's literally knowing what's in your inventory at a click of a button. They are the DA's best friend, helping us save our dentist money and get our time back. Go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. Special week coming up and special people to help me talk about this special week. So Stephen Thorne, he is the CEO of Pacific Dental Services. He is here with us. Rose, RDA, Alagi. 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 Say it in all we kinds did. of ways, Rhonda. It's Rose O. Rose is more than enough. Rose. I even practiced. I was like, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. I'm not gonna butcher it. But you know, in my ability, you know, what is it called? Um, paralysis by analysis that just happened i'm so excited to have you guys here we're going to talk about dental assistance recognition week recognizing dental assistants and all of their glory so steve i let's talk about you first let's with what's your background how did you end up here on this podcast with me today <laughs> so uh hi everybody my name is uh steve thorne i am the founder and ceo of pacific dental services uh, we have been in business since 1994, but I started actually in dentistry in 1989. So I come from a family of dentists. My grandfather was a dentist and my father was a dentist, uh, both practiced for 50 years. But my father was a bit innovative back in the day. He was doing implants in the mid 80s as an example. And then 1989, he wanted to put in a computer system into his practice, practice management system. And I was pretty good on computers back then. I had no intention of getting into dentistry. So I said, I'll do it for you. Uh, he paid me a hundred bucks a day, a couple of days a week to install a computer system back then. And those were the days when people didn't know how to use computers. So it was, it was challenging. I had to teach all the staff how to do it. And, and, and it was, we still had paper charts, but we put in the assist in the, um, put all the information in the system. So that's how I got started and he liked it. And I learned the, I kind of learned the business dentistry from the ground up. I was a dental assistant. So I was a dental assistant back then in 1989, I was a lab tech. So I've kind of done it all. It's exciting. Now, now we are at uh, approaching 850 practices in I think 48 different metropolitan areas in 24 states. So uh, we've come a long way since then. Wow. And Rose, we've met you before, but go ahead and give these guys a little refresher. <laughs> Thanks, Rhonda, for having me back. Um, I'm a practicing RDA in Southern California. I am your VP of the California Dental Board for 2021. Very excited to be holding that role for dental assistants, um, not only in California, but representing us across the country. I am, you know, grown, raised, everything PDS. I started <laughs> as an extern, absolutely love it grew my career. It's been an amazing platform for me to not only expand clinically my scope and, you know, be able to work with all types of technology, work with Serona, tr be trained by some of the best, but also now to continue my career and my education 
Um, right now, just a quick update, I'm pursuing my PhD and it's championed by Steve on this call, Joanna Rogers and Jen Jensen, who leads our recruiting um, department at NSC. So I'm very grateful to be back, Rhonda. And we have some exciting news to share with you about what's going on with DAs. We're ready, hit me, hit us. <laughs> so let's start a little bit about, you know, PDS. I was met you six months ago, almost to the mark, Rhonda, in October, and we were talking about elevating the DA profession. How do you do that? How do you create, you know, and expand our clinical role in the back office, but then also too, it's this amazing platform or starting point if we want to adventure into management, into, you know, maybe working with a vendor, um, Ivaclar, Serona, and get into the technology side and be a part of that, you know, future of what is it going to be in 10 years from now. So we've been doing quite a bit. Let's start with our externship program. Phenomenal. We host externs from across the country and all of our states, bringing in them in entry level. Let's get them ramped, but let's get them hired. They're out of school. They have tuition to pay back. I have tuition right now to pay back. Let's get them a job <laughs> to help them pay for tuition. Then after that, let's see where they want to grow. We have numerous roles in PDS that expand the clinical scope, but also the leadership aspect. Do you want to be a lead dental assistant? What specialty do you want to work for? It's not, do you want to work a specialty? Tell us where you want to go. Do you want to be pedo, ortho, endo, OS? We're going to help you get there and get that OA license or that sedation license. And then let's you know, more leadership. Rose, I want to be a leader in that back office. I want to help run this office, make it efficient and effective. Join our LA program. And what is that? Our lead assistant development program, which is a 14-week development program that we look at business acumen. We look at leadership styles. Then we go into, you know, how do you coach and develop and connect with your clinicians and your management team? And I'm going to, you know, drop the mic over to Steve and talk a little bit because he's been joining me on these calls. And, you know, we have dental assistants from across the country that are owning their own development here at Pacific Dental Services. But I'll pass it over to Steve to talk a little bit about how he's been um, instrumental in our LA program. So let's frame it up this way, Rose, that um, 10 years ago, and don't hold me to the exact numbers, but about 10 years ago, uh, roughly 11 or 12,000 people were graduating from dental assistant school. So it, it served most of the needs of the United States at that particular time. I think the latest data I saw were down to about 5,500. Yet, we're, the number of dentists graduating school continues to rise. We're close to 7,000. That math doesn't work very well. And so Rose and I last couple of years have been saying, we have got to do something here and elevate, the, the strategy is to elevate the profession of being a dental assistant. Now people think about nursing, I think as a profession, but they don't necessarily think of dental assisting all the time as a profession. And it is, an, it's an incredible profession. You can do so much. The licensure expansion since I got in dentistry in 1989 is unreal. So dental, dental assistants can do so much like Rose was just saying. Now, and you can be, you can grow your career huge being a dental assistant, all different facets, whatever you like to do. You can also use that, use being a dental assistant as a platform or launch pad for what you want to do elsewhere in dentistry because you learn the basics, like what Rose is doing. Who would, who would have guessed Rose, is, when she started as an intern, 
don't know how many years ago it was, Rose. But now the VP of the California Dental Board, uh, right? It's the Dental Board. And, and it's like, wow. Or um, my right hand, who is Joanna Rogers, who started as a dental assistant in 1985, the dental assistant, and now is the, um, she, her, I'm trying to get her title right. Anyway, she oversees all the people in our, my organization, chief people officer or something like that. Uh, and so she's one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful woman in all of dentistry. She started as a dental assistant. And it's truly, truly amazing what you can do. And so there's so, we've got to come together as an industry and, and ensure that we have a strategy to elevate the profession and attract all these great people to it. Because it truly is. I mean, you've been... What did, what did you say, Rhonda? You've been a dental assistant 21 years? Yeah, so on 21 years. I started in the 90s, so uh, that was fun. <laughs> right, but Not think of 80s, where though. it's come from, right? It's, you know, I, you know, we were talking about this before we started recording, is it's a completely different profession now than it was when I started in the 90s. Right. Completely different. Like the, the expanded functions I've gained over the last 20 years I never thought I would have the mental capacity or the ability to do these things that I now do. It is fascinating, but it all starts with one step. You have to learn. You gotta learn. <laughs> you gotta and learn. What, you know, what, one of the things that um, most people don't know and understand is that the impact you dental assistants have on um, patients and patients getting the care they need. If you look at the data around the nation, most patients do not get the care they, um, they need that's diagnosed by the doc, okay? So much dentistry walks out the door and then about half the US doesn't go to the dentist every year. Rough, those are rough statistics. But here's what happens in a dental office. Dentist finishes, maybe doing a diagnosis, talking to the patient, the dentist leaves the operatory. What happens next? Almost all the time. They turn to us. They turn to Me the dental assistant. <laughs> right. They start asking you questions. They'll ask you questions like, oh, is, um, it, let's say I was the dentist, which I'm not a dentist. They'd say, is he a good dentist? Mm -hmm. And if you're, if you're like me, when I was a dental assistant for my father, I'd say, no, he's not very good. <laughs> I used to joke around. But, uh, <clears throat> or they'd say, um, Let's say Rose was a dentist. They go, is she really old enough to be a dentist? <laughs> that happens all the time, right? And they'll say, oh, is, uh, is he your dentist? Do you let him work on you, right? Mm -hmm. Or they'll say, um, what would you do? What would you do, right? They say, so you are, dental assistants are vital to the success of every dentist in America. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head because that's exactly what happens like verbatim. I've heard it over and over over the last two decades. And if we don't know our stuff and we're not confident in knowing our stuff, we are not going to be able to convince that patient that they need to do things to optimize their oral health. And, I and I, I, I completely, I, you know, when I first started and somebody would turn to me like, oh, well, what's a root canal? Like I've seen some dental assistants that didn't have formal training. Like, oh, it's where they take out the root. 
Um, no. They don't take out your root. <laughs> they take out the nerve that's inside the root, but we can make or break the patient's ability to accept treatment. Absolutely, 100%. The um, confidence you can instill in um, the dental practice as a whole or the individual doc um, is so important. So much rests on the dental assistant, like you said, knowing their stuff knowing what's happening and being able to empathize, right? Empathize with the, with the patient. Um, most of the patients are, are a little nervous, they're scared. I mean, let's be real. How many patients, how many people want to go to the dentist and have a root canal? I mean, we don't. Yet, dental assistants can make um, that a, a relatively pleasant experience and coach them through. Hey, why? Why do we, why should you have that root canal? Well, the other option is to pull the tooth and then you have to get an implant. So um, maybe they can't afford that. We can, if we keep that tooth in there, uh, we can preserve the bone. And as we get older, it's so important because you know what? If, if I was your patient, Steve, if we pull that tooth, you're gonna lose 30 to 60% of that bone within about six months. You know, that's what happens. So we've, your best is stay here, get the root canal. Dr. Steve is awesome at root canals. He's going to take care of you. That's what dental assistants can do. It's awesome. Yeah. No, Rhonda, I think, you know, piggybacking off that, we're a trifecta. We're a trifecta of passion, of clinical knowledge, and right now, more than ever, resilience. It's going to be a year almost to, you know, when we've all been working through a pandemic yeah. over there. So I think that's a big call out for dental assistants as we celebrate this year um, in March is really looking at that word resilience and how we have transformed our leadership style in the back office as a dental assistant to work with patients, to gain their trust, to ensure the proper protocols are being followed. Uh, because we were all in the unknown those first days of when you know the pandemic was here approaching all of us. And now we're a year later and patients are in our offices. They trust us. They know we have everything in process to keep them safe and healthy. And a lot of them need to get back into the offices because I know there's been also conversations of how COVID is linked, you know, to oral health and they need to come back into the offices to see that. But I think it's a great call out there, Steve, is, you know, we're that trifecta in the office owning our own yeah. behaviors and performance. I couldn't agree more. That study that came out a week ago showing if you have bad periodontal disease, you're nine times more likely to die of COVID. I mean, that's, that's real stuff. And we got to continue to elevate, elevate the profession, but um, you know, dentistry too. We're, we're trying, we've got a couple things we're doing. Can I talk about those things we're doing? Yes, absolutely. We're ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Rose already hit on one. We, uh, we are maniacal about helping elevate the leadership of our dental assistants in our network. Okay. So leadership development programs, we want, I mean, Rose gets me on all the time to congratulate them when they um, graduate and all that. It's so fun to see. And they just are elevating their game. That's one thing. Number two, we, uh, we are scholarshipping people all across the world, all across the United States to get into dental assisting school. So we have the Dr. Carolyn Gazal uh, scholarship uh, program. Uh, Dr. Gazal is who I founded the company with in 1994. And so we, I think we're doing about 50 scholarships this year and they're, they're 
big dollars, right? I, Rose, how much are we doing? 5,000. So, 5, each $5, so it's huge. It's huge. By the way, in, in the, if you're already in PDS, there are matching funds. So I'm surprised you still owe money, Rose. We'll have to have that talk afterwards. But we have matching funds for, for that. You got to talk to your boss. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but we have the scholarship program. And it's going gangbusters. It started with just a few, but now I think we'll do 50 or so this year, which is super exciting. So that's a plus. And then uh, lastly, we have just begun a three-year initiative. We are going to invest uh, over $5 million in within PDS, over $5 million in PDS to elevate the profession, elevate dental assistants, uh, elevate their compensation and the rewards, recognition, and really, really go after it. So that's um, that's a big deal. I mean, five million bucks in the bud in the budget for that in the coming three years. So we're uh, we're doing what we can. And I know you're you're helping Rhonda with this uh, with podcasts like this. This is awesome. Well, you know, I, I, we've got to get out to the dental assistants that are already in the career field. Um, we're just helping you guys realize how much power you actually have in your career. And to inspire others, you know, that lady down the street who doesn't want to be a stay-at-home mom anymore. You know, that teacher who's quitting the school, but wants to go into a, a medical setting. You know, you know, these people, you have got to find the resources like PDS and help them connect because that's your job. That would be the one thing you'd give back to your profession is, is helping it grow, honestly. And looking for dental assistants and, and showing them how amazing of a career it can be and making it easier, less choke points to saying yes. And it is safe too. I'll let Rose answer the question. How many dental assistants in our network after millions and millions of patient visits in the last 12 months got COVID in the dental office from doing their job? Zero. Goose egg. Zero. Zero. Now, yep. that's not to say some didn't get COVID at a party or going out or something, okay? We had some of that happen. But not one documented case in the office transmitted, transmitted in the office. So it's safe, too. We, and now, you know, what, oh, go ahead. But that's a testament to our, our standards, you know, ever since oh, yeah. the HIV pandemic, right. pandemic we, we knew, you know, we're, we're working with body fluids all day. So yeah. our level of PPE and protection of the patient and ourselves, we were so perfect to make it through this because yeah. of our standard of care. <laughs> Rose, you, you're going to get a kick out of this. So when I started and when I was a dental assistant, Joanna, we didn't sterilize instruments back then. Dentists didn't sterilize instruments. They didn't wear gloves. They didn't wear masks. It's, it's great crazy time back then but we are we are coming into the golden age of dentistry right now the technological advances the testing that's going on we we're talking about it just before i want rose to i want to hear from her on what we're doing around the mouth body connection and how that's the investments we're making in our organization and it's going around the world with um, with Epic and CBCT and some of the tests we're doing, the AMP8 test and the oral bacteria test. Talk, how does that get you pumped up, Rose? 
Yeah, no, I think let's start with Epic, Steve, because sure. I was there on the front line as we're rolling it out with Joanne Cunningham and 40 dental assistants, 40 dental assistants across the country are becoming certified in Epic, wow. owning the processes, ensuring, and it's again, elevating us as a profession. Uh, Epic is in Kaiser. It's in major hospitals and their norm. Coming into dental and it being our norm, we are the first. We're leading that way. And the DA gets to be a part of that journey. So that was nice, but it goes into the mouth-body connection. We can right. now pull up a chart, integrate it, pull everything that's historical from that Kaiser visit that they were just there with their PA, with their MD, and see right. what medications or right. get that referral. I mean, Rhonda, you know, to get a referral from an MD or to get anything sometimes by paper trail takes weeks, days to have it instantly. I remember I was on a call with our leads and we're like, Rose, so you mean we don't even have to write a prescription ever, ever again. We can easily connect into a CVS pharmacy and send the prescription. I'm like, yes, the days of paper and pen are going <laughs> away and every part of it. So I think that is huge. And then the awesome thing about it too is we're able to provide feedback on the spots to our teams that are developing this to make modifications to ensure that it is working with us on a day-to-day. -day. Because I mean, you know, Rhonda, software goes in and it's like, this needs to be tweaked because we're actually talking to the patient at this step, can you add this button? So that's one. The other is the CBTC scanning. I mean, Rhonda, you work with it too. How cool is it to almost, I think of that Gray's Anatomy where they're spinning a heart and it's like a 3D and they're showing the doctor and trying to, you know, yeah. have them come into their practice. And now we're spinning a tooth. Let's spin right. it all. I say, it's your new selfie. You want me to take a selfie? I'm going to take a CBTC scan <laughs> on you. Let's take a new selfie together um, for our patients. So I think that's amazing. And I like working on implants. That's my favorite part of it with the CBTC scanning. I remember working with my clinicians and it's like, okay, Rose, I think it's going in this way or we know it's going to be inserted. It's like now <laughs> we're actually planning it before doing whole mouth reconstruction and showing the patient. This is how this is going to be done. And this is the phases of your treatment. So I think those are for the few huge too. And mouth body connection. This is something that I'm working close on with Steve as we help dental assistants to support them with getting the knowledge, because I mean, you know, Rhonda, it's tough when you're reading through research paper, you're reading through statistics. You're like, how does this pertain to my role as a dental assistant to help support patients? And there we have like go. right there. <laughs> oh, I got it. Right here. How are there you? you go. And what you put in your mouth matters. These are backwards. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, we have a saying in our organization: the the bad bacteria, the bad stuff in your mouth, does not just stay in your mouth. No, it's all one piece. There are no medians in the body. Right. So, hey, you tell me about your experience with CBCT. I know, I know ours so far. Doesn't it help in self-diagnosis where the patients are getting so active in their own care? You know, it's called biofeedback. And okay. I use it every day in my practice. Whether it's, you know, let's, let's take this apart and look at the individual root. Like, do you see the bone loss? Do you see this black area yeah. here? That is not supposed to be there. Like, and giving the ability to say, what do you see wrong here? Cause that co-diagnosis is huge for somebody to not only own the fact that they have a condition, maybe it sucks and you want to deny it, but you see it. So you can't, mm -hmm. but it gives them the ability to say, oh, well, maybe that's why that costs so much to get that root canal. Cause that looks complicated to fix. Yeah. I think it's a trifecta of awesomeness 
when you have that 3D image, honestly, because you can you can dissect the hard tissues, the soft tissues, you and, and there's no more questions. There's no more doubt. Right. You know, there's no more like I must have to trust this person, you know, because I don't know what teeth look like. But now we can break it down to where, you know, if they see the entire cranium, they are far more able to like actually picture it and they're you know instead of like a, a 2d image where there's just three teeth in the edmit you know it's just yeah it's a whole different level absolutely so we have we have a couple thousand uh gps few thousand i think we're up to like three thousand gps in our organization something like that and the first docs to gravitate to cbct were mostly our our high high producing docs okay and they get great case acceptance and i thought okay it'll help out a little bit gonna you know they'll, they'll they'll be better docs they'll see more and do better right because the average image size is like 500 megs compared to 10 megs or 15 megs or something right of 2d but you know what every single one of those high performing docs has improved their performance and improved their ability to help patients be healthier and happier every single one with it it's it's absolutely unreal yeah you know, it's funny because um, there's been so many times I can remember, let's see, I was about uh, 13 years into my career and we couldn't get number 30 numb. We bought this patient back three times and we couldn't get uh -huh. number 30 numb. I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, this is before nerve mapping and understanding, you know, how everybody's wired. And turns out she had a cyst around 32. Yeah. And I'm like, this poor kid has been in my chair three times and we've been sticking her this whole time. And of course it's too acidic to, to even balance with the, you know, the, it was just, it was hilarious. Cause it well, not hilarious for her. I mean, <laughs> looking back now, it's like, Oh my gosh, if I'd have had an image that showed me, you know, what we were looking at, it just, it's um, it would have saved so much heartache on the patient's part, my part and my doctor's part. If we would have had that technology then like there, the, the applications on it are fascinating. Yeah. Isn't it cool? And what's okay? So that's 3D, and you're seeing that, and you can see the abscess, right? On uh, or the cyst in that case with CBCT. We're dentistry is now starting to evolve into more testing too. So we're doing a lot of oral bacteria testing now in our organization. We're doing the DNA test to find out if you're if you have a if you're susceptible to advanced periodontal disease. We're doing a lot of the docs are doing that, and then measuring the bacteria. I get my oral bacteria measured every three months. I have for five years now. So I could tell you exactly where my levels are of all, all the, the bad ones and the good ones. So I, I, that's coming. We can now test early on with some of the new tests of for teenagers and even younger with a little um, non-invasive test to see if they will be susceptible. So we can get early start of what I call predictive, uh, predictive periodontics. So that's, that's pretty cool too. And, and there's so much more coming that uh, gets me pumped, even after doing this for 32 years. Is it, okay, how close are we to the patient walking through my front door and all of the image being taken at one time? Like, I, you I are so close. <laughs> so I have seen it where you're going to do a two-minute scan and you're going to get everything you need. No more PAs, no more bite wings. I've seen the tech. It's all in the, in the works by some of those companies Rose was talking about. I don't want to tell you exactly when, because I know there's some, um, there's some tech, the, the bite wings especially aren't um, of the quality they need to be yet for a dentist. And I, 
you know, for me, I'm not a dentist, they look great, but for a dentist, they're not there. Um, that, but it's close, it's coming. No more jam jamming either film or the little sensor that we all hate in people's mouths. Yeah, you know, and it just, the, 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 the silver lining I see with technology advancements is our ability to hone our craft with empathy and sympathy towards the patient. Because totally. if we are less focused on the nuances of diagnostic records, mm -hmm. we are way more uh, capable of being able to present treatment plan and, and, and learn these different types of, you know, personalities and, and how to communicate better. Like I could, Oh, I see so much possibility. It's, <laughs> and it's coming in the, the dental medical integration, I tell you is real. It's happening. I'll give you one example. So we can test now there's a, a blood test. You it's done. Dennis can't do the test yet, but it's a test uh, called MPO myopalox or Ploxeridase or something. Don't hold me to the, the pronunciation of that. Okay, you, you can look it up. And um, my one of one of my docs, uh, personal docs, is uh, one of the leaders in the space, and he he's all about mouth body connection. He said, "Look, here's the bottom line, Steve. If you have an elevated MPO, nine out of ten times the patient has a tooth abscess. Nine out of ten times, and." many times it is asymptomatic. So he said, we should work on getting all your docs to look in the chart. Cause if they got, if they have the test through Epic, it'll pop, it'll show. So we can look for MPO. So the docs can, can get in and talk to the patient about it. But that sort of dental medical integration, it's happening, it's real. And before we all hang up our cleats, especially Rose is way younger than me, that uh, it'll be happening every day. I love it. I, you know, I, see, this is the kind of stuff you guys, you're listening to this right now. You're thinking, how boring is my job? Um, not, uh, no. <laughs> not boring at all. <laughs> no, we got to get away from the drill, fill and bill stuff. That's, that's old school, right? Yes. Treat the patient, not the tooth. Oh yes. my gosh, you guys, thank you so much for coming on today. I appreciate all of your efforts that you're putting out into the world nothing but good vibes from you guys. Seriously. Like if you know someone who is, you know, looking for the perfect career path, tell them about your career, tell yeah. them about your passion, your drive and where to learn. And these guys will take it from there. <laughs> Absolutely. And Rhonda, you know, before we sign off today, we want to personally invite you to a webinar that we're hosting in honor of dental assistant recognition week. So elevating the dental assistant profession. I'm collaborating with Steve, um, Dr. Katie McCann up in um, Colorado. She's a multi-practice owner, um, mentor, coaching. She's a you know inspirational speaker out there in her community of dental assistants um, and also her clinicians. So we want to invite you into that webinar. It's taking place March 11th at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you get one CE unit. So we're also <laughs> adding to that belt for continuing education. So please tune in. And Rhonda, I have to say, because I barely found this out a few weeks ago, but thank you for your service. You know, hands down, I know that you have served and I really appreciate when I get to network with dental assistants or clinicians who have served. So thank you for that. Well, thanks. It was my aim high pleasure. <laughs> so nice to meet you, Rhonda. It was nice to meet you. Thank too. you. Thank you guys so much for being here. And as always, keep doing what you're doing because we really appreciate it. And thank you for being there.
Well, you too. You keep uh, keep doing this. It's great to get the word out and uh, keep helping us elevate the profession. It's awesome. We're doing it. Rock Good. stars. <laughs> Take care. Bye, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of DA Rockstars. Thank you, Steve and Rose, for coming on the show, sharing your PDS information and passion. We appreciate it so much in the dental community. As always, if you need to find your tribe, Dental Assistance Worldwide is your group on Facebook. Dental Assistance Rock, find your swag and your education and your motivation to do better and be better. As always, if you want to contact DA Rockstars, we got Facebook or Instagram. But until next week, keep on suctioning.